Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to a special episode of Pop Culture Swine Exposed. In this podcast, this podcast in general, we just like to report on fun pop culture news, sometimes scandalous pop culture news, and we also like to report on The Bachelor. But the main focus of this podcast is to always just expose Taylor Swift and her lies and show receipts. And that's why we have a special Monday night episode, because she trapped herself again, ladies and gentlemen, just like she does time and time again. So unless you've been sleeping for the last 24 hours, you probably have heard that there's some major drama going on with Taylor Swift and the music industry right now. And boy, is it juicy. So that's where I come in, my little pork chops. I come in just to fill you guys on on everything. I do the groundwork for you guys. I lurk accounts. I follow random people. I take screenshots of people we've never heard of before, but are big people behind the scenes, and I bring it all to you in one little episode. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Let's dive in, shall we? So let me just give you some background information of what's been going on. So let me just give you like a definition of like the main factors in this play. Taylor Swift, as everyone knows, big artist, huge artist, has released six albums so far and is planning on releasing her seventh album next month. Up until November of 2018, Taylor Swift, from, from 2006, from when she was 15 years old, to 2018, November 2018, she was signed to a record label based out of Nashville that signs a ton of country artists called Big Machine Records, and that company is owned by Scott Borchetta. Other artists on that record label are Florida Georgia Line, Reba McIntyre, Thomas Rhett, Lady Antebellum, Sugarland, Rascal Flats, Sheryl Crow, Tim McGraw used to be under there. Just like a ton of huge country artists, like huge, huge, big time country artists are signed to Big Machine Records. But like I said, Taylor Swift parted ways with them in November of 2018. And she went to, I believe, a record company called Republic Records. So all music she had produced up until this year, so her latest two singles, everything besides her latest two singles, which are called Me and You Need to Calm Down, are owned under Big Machine Records. Switching gears, Scooter Braun is like the biggest musical talent agent in the industry at the moment. Um, Artists who are under his record label include Justin Bieber, Kanye West, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, Usher, Carly Rae Jepsen, Hilary Duff, just like huge, huge, huge artists right now. Like Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, Kanye West, like the three biggest artists. Um, and he also has Carly Kloss under his talent agency that we'll circle back to. So over the weekend, it was announced Sunday morning that Scooter's company, Ithaca Holdings, acquired Big Machine Records, the record company which Taylor used to be signed to based out of Nashville, in a $300 million deal. See, this is beneficial to Scooter because now he has his foot in the game in the country world, and this is beneficial to Big Machine Records and Scott Borchetta because now he has his foot in game in the pop industry world. So essentially, it's a great deal for both companies. Now, Big Machine Records will have the funding of a huge record label, and Scooter Braun can spread his wings in a country artist sense. So great 
great deal for both companies. And Scooter and Scott have known each other for a while, and they've been associates for a long time. And it's not like Scooter's dismantling Big Machine Records. Like I said, that he just acquired it in a deal. So we all found out that news on um, Sunday morning. So then on Sunday, Taylor Swift, who apparently is living in 2012, decided to hop on Tumblr of all places and release quite the open letter. Let me read that for you. It says, for years I asked, I pleaded for a chance to own my own work. Instead, I was given an opportunity to sign back up to Big Machine Records and earn one album back at a time, one for every new one I turned in. I walked away because I knew once I signed that contract, Scott Barchetta would sell the label, therefore selling me and my future. I had to make the excruciating choice to leave my past behind. Music I wrote on my bedroom floor and videos I dreamed up and paid for from the money I earned playing in bars, then clubs, then arenas, then stadiums. Some fun facts about today's news. I learned about Scooter Braun's purchase of my master's as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I have received at his hands for years. Like when Kim Kardashian orchestrated an illegally recorded snippet of a phone call to be leaked and then Scooter got two of his clients together to bully me online about it. And then she included a photo that Justin Bieber had posted on his Instagram the night that happened. And it's him FaceTiming Kanye and Scooter. And he captioned it, Taylor Swift, what up? Or when his client, Kanye West, organized a revenge porn music video, which stripped my body naked. Now Scooter has stripped me of my life's work that I wasn't even given an opportunity to buy. Essentially, my musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. This is my worst case scenario. This is what happens when you sign a deal at 15 to someone who the term loyalty is clearly just a contractual concept. And then when that man says music has value, he means its value is beholden to men who had no part in creating it. When I left my masters in Scott's hand, I made peace with the fact that eventually he would sell them. Never in my worst nightmares did I imagine the buyer be Scooter Braun. And anytime Scooter or anytime Scott Bertetta has heard the words Scooter Braun escape my lips, it's when I was either crying or trying not to. He knew what he was doing. They both did. Controlling a woman who didn't want to be associated with them. That means forever. Thankfully, I am now signed to a label that believes I should own anything I create. Thankfully, I left my past in Scott's hands and not my future. And hopefully, young artists or kids with musical dreams will read this and learn about how to better protect themselves in the negotiation. You deserve to own the art you make. I will always be proud of my past work, but for a healthier option, Lover will be out August 23rd. Sad and grossed out. Brokenhearted Taylor. (sighs) The eye rolls I have. Listen, when this first came out, I was like, here's the thing. Let me just, let me first just say one nice thing. I completely agree with her. I think that artists should be allowed to own their own work. I think that if you leave a record company, you should be able to take all the work you've created for them with you. I truly 100% agree with her that artists should create everything that they own and that should be able to come with them no matter where they go in their career. Full stop period. That's it. Now, (laughs) that is the last nice thing I will say about Taylor in this episode. Fully agree with her. Every artist deserves to own their own work. However, I don't know where she gets off 
thinking that Scott and Scooter made this beneficial deal for both of their companies just to troll her. Like, truly, how narcissistic and delusional do you have to be to think that Scooter Braun paid $300 million to acquire a country music label just to troll you because he was bored? Like, like how delusional do you have to be that you think that Scooter and Scott are just sitting around thinking, how can we get Taylor Swift angry? How can we get revenge on Taylor Swift? Like, and how disrespectful is that to the artists that are under the label? Artists that are huge artists in their own right. Artists like Florida Georgia Line, Reba McIntyre, Thomas Rhett, Lady Antebellum, fucking Rascal Flats, Cheryl Crow. These are huge artists in their own right. So for her to act like this whole entire like music deal that makes true sense and is a great deal for both companies and cost $300 million was all just to control one girl who no longer even is under that record label is so delusional and pathetic and sad. And I can't even imagine thinking that this literally had anything to do with her like to think that they even discussed her in the slightest like that's so fucking bizarre do you think that scooter's just sitting around being like oh man i'm bored well i guess i have 300 extra million dollars laying around better go troll taylor swift like that's so wild to me and like truly i know i just said it but like let me say it again how fucking disrespectful of a post to the other artists under big machine records like do you not think that Scooter wants to acquire them as artists? They, they're they huge artists. Like, hello? And he's already been, like, dipping his toe in. Like, they've... Scooter and Scott have already worked together for a long time because Scooter recently signed Tori Kelly, who's kind of like a country artist, and he's been working with Big Machine Records with Tori in the country artist realm to, like do like create business and so he's already been working with scott for like a long time like they've already been associates for a long time so for her to like think that this truly 300 million dollar deal that involves multiple artists is just to troll her is like so fucking delusional i've like never read something so delusional my entire life and like look who the president is oh my god so anyways so then Justin Bieber is like the next one to say something. He posts a picture of her and Taylor Swift, or I'm sorry, he posts a picture of him and Taylor Swift on his Instagram, like an old ass picture, like back on his early days and her early days too, because she hasn't contoured her nose and she still thinks she can pull off a smoky eye. Regardless, he said, Hey, Taylor, first of all, I would like to apologize for posting that hurtful Instagram post. If you guys remember, he'd posted this FaceTime screenshot of Kanye and Scooter FaceTiming him and he captioned it. What up, Taylor, on the night that Kim posted Taylor Swift lying on her Snapchat. Anyways, hey, Taylor, first of all, I'd like to apologize for posting that hurtful Instagram post. At the time, I thought it was funny, but looking back, it was distasteful and insensitive. I have to be honest, though, it was my caption and post that I screenshotted of Scooter and Kanye that said, Taylor Swift, what up? He didn't have anything to do with it and wasn't even part of the conversation. In all actuality, he was a person who told me not to joke like that. Scooter had your back since the days that you graciously let me open up for you. 
As for the year, oh, as the years have passed, we haven't crossed paths and gotten to communicate our differences, hurts, or frustrations. So for you to take it to social media and get people to hate on Scooter isn't fair. What were you trying to accomplish by posting that blog? Seems to me like it was to get sympathy. You also knew that in posting that, your fans would go and bully Scooter. Anyway, one thing I know is both Scooter and I love you. I feel like the only way to resolve conflict is through communication. So banter back and forth online, I don't believe, solves anything. I'm sure Scooter and I would love to talk to you and resolve any conflict, pain, or any feelings that need to be addressed. Neither Scooter and I have anything negative to say about you. And we truly want the best for you. I usually don't try to make rebuttals to things like this, but when you try and deface someone I love's character, that's crossing a line. And then Haley Baldwin, his wife, now Haley Bieber, I'm sorry, um, commented and she was like, gentlemen, which I mean, to be honest, like, here's the thing. Was that post he made back when Kim Kardashian posted all that stuff, like really immature? Yes. But like, was Taylor also caught lying? And like, yeah, she was. Um, so like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's that on that. Um and so then, like, so then Haley, like, sticks up for her husband, and she's like, gentlemen. And then Cara Delevingne um, commented, and she said, gentlemen, Haley, you must be bored. I wish you spent less time sticking up for men and more time trying to understand women and respecting their valid rea- reactions. As a married man, this is now directed towards Justin. As a married man, you should be lifting up women instead of tearing them down because you feel threatened. I'm not sure you actually understand what an apology is. The issue that Taylor is talking about is about far more than a picture, and you know that. As you said, you haven't spoke to her in years, which means you definitely don't understand the situation. I do. Take a step back and try to learn from this. We should all be on the same team. End of story. So Cara Delevingne, like, randomly posted that, and then she, like, deleted it. And it's like, okay, so now you're just, like, randomly going to delete it? Like, stick to your words. But then all these people copy the comment before she deleted it, and now we're, like, spamming that picture with the same comment. And it's like, here's also the thing. A lot of people are trying to make this about feminism, and I'm, like, a huge feminist, but, like, this is not necessarily about feminism. This is kind of just about, like, the shady side of Hollywood. (laughs) Like, this happens to a lot of people where they, like, don't, own what they create once they sign to like a company like it has nothing to do with like hating women or like not giving their women like equality like it just has to do with like fucking hollywood being slimy so don't be like you're a married man you should be lifting each other like women up and then yelling at Haley and be like you should stop defending men and like start defending women because it's like it's not like a man woman thing it's like a who's right and who's wrong thing also for her to be like you haven't seen her in years so you don't even know what you're talking about and it's like she's the one that posted that picture on her instagram like or on her on her tumblr post like she's the one that brought justin back into this so like i think that he has more right to say anything than you do carla delavine like super fucking random anyways and so then um scooter's wife I think her name's Yale. Um, she said she posted an Instagram post and it says, I've never been one for public airing of laundry, but when you attack my husband, here we go. 
Let's start with Taylor Swift. Whoa. Then let's get the facts straight. You were given the opportunity to own your masters. You passed. Interesting that you... Interesting that the man you're so grossed out by believed in you more than you believe in yourself. Your dad is a shareholder and was notified, and Borchetta personally told you this before it came out. So no, you didn't find out about the deal with the world. And girl, who are you talking about bullying? The world has watched you collect and drop friends like wilted flowers. When I read that, I was like, damn! My husband is anything but a bully. He spent his life standing up for people and causes he believes in. Beyond that, it's easy to see the point of putting this out was to get people to bully him. You're supposed to be a role model, but continue to model bullying. He's a manager, not God. He cannot control the actions of other humans, even the ones he manages. Don't blame him because Kim Kardashian caught you in a lie. It's embarrassing, I know, but adults own up to their own mistakes. Again, I was like, damn! We learn and we grow from them. We don't divert our blame or blur the lines of reality to suit our needs third time damn what you haven't seen is what happens behind closed doors when he has supported and stood up for you when he has challenged his clients to be kind or to be quiet when he has reached out and olive branched you on numerous occasions scooter was so excited to work and build with you how embarrassing that this tantrum temper tantrum is because you didn't get your own way he believes in you and supports you i sincerely hope sincerely hope that you learn to love and believe in yourself the way my husband does. Lastly, if you think he can control his clients, please control your fans. Leave our personal life and kids out of this. You don't understand yet what line that crosses, but one day you will. And I hope you have the dignity, class, and kindness to leave your fans out of this and have an open discussion. Tumblr cannot fix this. A phone call can. Damn, bitch. And so then I did a quick lurk of her um, Instagram feed, Avi. And guess whose little celebration of love her and Scooter were just at this past weekend at a remote cabin with just a few hand-selected friends. That's right, y'all. Carly Kloss and her Kushner husband. Um, and her and Carly are like BFS. And like, remember how I said Scooter has Carly Kloss under his talent agency? And if you guys remember... Carly and Taylor used to be the best of friends, so close, in fact, that people thought they might be dating. But then there was, like, rumors that they were no longer friends, and neither of them really spoke out about it. And me and Megan, co-host Megan, agree that we think that Carly actually fucking hates Taylor, but she's too mature to say anything. So, interesting, is it not that Yale and Scooter are like BFS with Carly Kloss and her husband now and that they're at her celebration of love ceremony thing at the cabin and Taylor Swift, a one Miss Taylor Swift, who used to be Carly's best friend, was indeed not there? Very interesting. So then, y'all, I was doing some lurking and let me just pull up my lurkness. If there's silence, it's because I got photographs, I've got screenshots, I've got fucking links open on internet tabs on my computer, I have different links open on my laptop. Shit's getting wild up in here. So if that's what's going on, if you're like, why is it so silent? That's why. So anyways, the president of Scooter's um, record company, her name is Allison Jamie K, K-A-Y-E, on Instagram. And like I said, she's like the president of his record label company um she reposted alice she reposted yale's little instagram posts and then she said 
I her caption to reposting the Instagram post was, I also hate a public airing of grievances, and so I will refrain from offering my take on actual facts of what happened today versus what is being splashed all over the internet. However, I must kind of call out the absolutely reprehensible action of making any of this about gender. I can categorically say that Scooter Braun is not only a good man who supports all women, particularly you, who he has defended and advocated from, for behind closed doors more times than I can say, but he also owns a company run by mostly women, a company in which I am both president and named partner. As a woman who has been working so hard for equality in the music industry, Taylor Swift, I beg of you, please don't cheapen the af- efforts of those who came before you. As women who have struggled for so long to be treated equally for uh, for with with our male counterparts sorry y'all there's a lot of reading going on not to be given special accommodations because of the parties of the other side of the table happen to be male as women we don't need these types of allowances we are strong smart and capable of the same things of men are and deserve the same respect they receive hence the desire for an equal playing field asking for in Asking for anything but this is childish and immature and absolutely not befitting of the strong adult female leader we both know you can be. Whoa, y'all. Intense. Which I was like, damn! Okay, fucking get her, Allison! You told her just what I said. Like, this isn't about gender. Allison has worked hard. She is president of Scooter's company. The company that she said is mostly run by women. So, like, if that's Scooter Braun controlling women, like, I don't really see it. But, okay, pop off, sis. Um, and so then, y'all, let me pull up my fucking phone internet tabs. So then Scott Borchetta roast, uh, posted a blog post on Big Machine Record Label's website. And he labeled it, so it's time for some truth. And he put the the header picture as like um, part of the contract of Taylor Swift. <laughs> he posted receipts. So he said, and sorry, y'all, my lisp is acting up. I'm stuttering. All of my speech disabilities are coming out. But hang with me because there's a lot of tea coming. So he said, in regard to a post earlier from today, from Taylor, it's time to set some things straight. Taylor's dad, Scott Swift, was a shareholder in Big Machine Records, LLC. We first alerted all the shareholders on Thursday, June 20th for an official shareholders call scheduled for Tuesday, June 25th. On June 25th, the call the shareholders were made of Oh, sorry. On the 625 call, the shareholders were made aware of the pending deal with Ithaca Holdings and had 3 days to go over all the details of the proposed transaction. When we finally had a final call on Friday, June 28th, in which the transaction passed with a majority vote of three out of five shareholders voting yes, with 92% of the shareholders vote. Out of courtesy, I personally texted Taylor at 9.06 p.m. Saturday, June 29th, receipts, y'all, to inform her prior to the story breaking on the morning of Sunday, June 30th, so that she could hear it directly from me. I guess it might somehow be possible that her dad, 13 Management, 13 Management, by the way, is like Taylor Swift's dad's management company that or Taylor Swift's management company. I don't know. So he said, I guess it might somehow be possible that her dad, Scott, 13 Management lawyer, lawyer Jay Shotties, who represented Scott Swift on the shareholders call or 13 Management executive and big machine LLC shareholder Frank Bell, who was on the shareholders call, didn't say anything to Taylor over the prior five days. I guess it's also possible that she might have seen, not seen my text. 
But I truly doubt that she, quote, woke up to the news when everyone else did, unquote. I'm attaching a few important deals in or I'm attaching a few important deal points in what was part of our official last offer to Taylor Swift to remain at Big Machine Records. Her 13 management team and her attorney, Don Passman, went over this document in great detail and reported the terms to her in great detail. Taylor and then I... Taylor and then... Wow, you guys. My stutter? I'm so sorry. Taylor and I then talked through the deal together. As you will read, 100% of all Taylor Swift's assets were would be transferred to her immediately upon the immediately upon signing the new agreement. You guys, I'm so sorry. This stutter is unreal. Please hang in there with me. We were working together on a new type of deal for our new streaming world that is not necessarily tied to albums, but more length of time. So remember in Taylor Swift Tumblr post, she was like, I would get a new album every time I turned a new album in. And he's like, we don't even care about albums anymore. Cause that's like of the past. We're like talking about streaming and length of time. Um, we are an independent record company. We do not have tens of thousands of artists in recordings. My offer to Taylor for the size of our company was extraordinary, but it was also all I could offer as I'm responsible for dozens of artists careers and over 120 executives and their families. Taylor and I have remained on very good terms when she told me she wanted to speak with other record companies and see what else was out there for her. I never got in her way and I wished her well. The morning of the new Taylor slash UMG announcement was going to be made, she texted me shortly before letting me know that the announcement was coming in a few minutes. As we both posted on our socials, we saluted each other and cheered each other on. Taylor had every chance in the world, not just to own her master recordings, but to own every video, photograph, and everything associated to her career. She chose to leave. As for her comments about being in tears or close to it, anytime my new partner, Scooter Braun's name was brought up, I certainly never experienced that. Was I aware of some prior issues between Taylor and Justin Bieber? Yes, but there were also times where Taylor knew that I was close to Scooter and that Scooter was a good source of information for upcoming album releases, tours, etc. and that I'd reach out to him for any information on our behalf. Scooter was never anything but positive about Taylor. He called me directly about the Manchester concert to see if Taylor would participate. She declined. He also called me directly to see if Taylor wanted to participate in the Parkland shooting march. She declined. Scooter has always been and will continue to be a supporter and honest custodian for Taylor and her music. This is the next text Taylor sent me on Monday, November 19th at 8.57 a.m. Scott, I hope this finds you well. Since communication ran dry on our negotiations, I've done what I've told you I would do and gone out exploring to other options. Owning my master's was very important to me, but I've realized sense that there are bigger things that even mean even more to me in the bigger picture. I had a choice whether to bet on my past or to bet on my future, and I think you knowing me, you can guess which one I chose. Also, I saw, also, I saw a rare opportunity to affect positive change for a lot of other artists with the leverage I have right now. I know you believe in the same things I do, and I'd like to think that you'd be proud of what I negotiated it in for my deal. I wanted to tell you first thing that'd be signing with Lucian. I honestly cher truly cherish everything you and I have built together, and I have planned on saying so in my announcement of the new deal. What we accomplish together will be a lasting legacy and a case study on excellent partnerships, and may it continue. I still view, view you as a partner and a friend, and I hope you feel the same. Sending you a hug and my most sincere gratitude, and so much love, Taylor. And here is the text I sent on the evening of June 29th at 9.05 p.m. Dear Taylor, 
Hope all is well. And congratulations on the success of your first two singles from Lover. I can't wait to hear the entire album. I wanted to pass along the, sum, the same courtesy you pass along to me in regard to my future. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, June 30th, at 10 a.m. Central, the Wall Street Journal will announce that I am entering a merger acquisition with Scooter Braun and Ithaca Holdings. This move will give us more pop culture superpower than ever before, and I am so excited about the future. I want you to know that I will continue to be the proud custodian of your previous works and will continue to keep you and your team abreast of all future plans for releases of your work. Nothing but the best, Scott. And then he posts some screenshots of her deal that they offered her. So she said that they made her like that she wouldn't get her records until she put in a new album and then she'd get one album back. He's saying that's not true. He's saying that she wanted a seven year deal and then he wanted a 10 year deal. And so she refused to sign it because she didn't want to stay on longer than seven years. So over a three year difference, she decided to leave and leave all of her work behind at big machine records, which she said in their thing, and I'll read it back. Owning my masters was very important to me, but I have since realized that there are things that mean even more to me in the bigger picture. I had a choice of whether to bet on my past or to bet on my future. And I think knowing me, you can guess which one I choose. Then she also ended it with, I honestly cherish everything you and I have built together and I plan on saying so in my announcement of the new deal. What we accomplish together will be a long lasting legacy and a case study of excellent partnership and may it continue. I still view you as a partner and a friend. So for her to come out and say that this man has bullied her for years and this is Scott Burchetta, not Scooter Braun, but she said that like she has said that Scott Brochetta has bullied her and like kept her masters from her and refused to like let her buy them and made her sign this crazy deal and blah 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 and it was excruciating for her to walk away but then she said in her text that she realized that it's more important to her to move on than own her masters and that she couldn't be bothered she wanted to be at this record label for seven years and they wanted ten and she couldn't be bothered for another three years so she walked away. She said in her text that she's walking away because she found something more important. And then he even read the text that he sent to her. So like Scott Burchetta came fucking through with the receipts, y'all. It's on their fucking website. He came through with these receipts. So once again, with receipts, Taylor got caught in a lie. So since then, like multiple celebrities have come out either in defense of Taylor or in defense of Scooter. One of them being um, Halsey, who always is dramatic and has to make everything about her. She always has to make everything so dramatic. So she like came out on Instagram on Sunday to defend her. And she said, listen how dramatized this fucking thing is. It's like Halsey, this literally doesn't even involve you. Like, I don't know why you're so upset. She says, Taylor Swift is a huge reason why I always insisted to write my own music. I believed in what she did in a way that made my teeth ache like cold water and my heart swell and my eyes leak. Like, girl, reel it in. Um, then I should. Oh, so, so I believed in what she did. Then I should, too. She deserves to own her p the painstaking labor of her heart. She has surpassed all expectations of what any artist is capable of. She catapulted, catapulted, 
<laughs> you guys, I can't. Catapulted her stardom into the Milky Way. Bitch, if you don't stop with this fucking dramatization of this situation that literally has nothing to do with you, I cannot. And it churns my guts that no matter how much power or success a woman has in life, you are still susceptible to someone coming along and making you feel powerless out of spite. She did it into the Milky Way, you guys. And it made Halsey's teeth ache like cold water. (laughs) Halsey, this has nothing to do with you. Stop it. (sighs) Also, this is not out of spite. This record deal is not out of spite for Taylor Swift. Are you guys forgetting that a million other huge artists are part of this deal? To think that this only has to do with Taylor Swift is so absurd. And then, um, Todrick Smith, who is, like, best friends with Taylor, quote-unquote. I don't know. I feel like in terms, he's kind of the Frankie Grande to Ariana's Grande. Like, Todrick is, like, Frankie Grande to Taylor Swift. (laughs) Um... He, like, came out and said that he cut tight because I guess he was signed under Scooter for six years. And he said it was the worst six years of his life. And he was ignored as an artist. And also that Scooter Braun is homophobic. Which I'm just, like, I just, like, can't really believe that. Considering, like, who Scooter's friends with and who he signs as artists. And I'm going to say that you are ignored as an artist because you don't have bring as much talent to the table as other artists under the label, such as Justin Bieber or Kanye West, and you are a YouTube personality. I'm going to say that's probably why you felt ignored, because you just don't have the range that they do. Um, And so then Demi Lovato came out, and she, because she signed under Scooter right now. And she says, I have dealt with bad people in the industry, and Scooter is not one of them. He is a good man. Personally, I am grateful he came into my life when he did. Please stop dragging people or bullying them. There's enough hate in the world. Y'all can come after me all you want, but I'm always going to stay loyal to my team. I value loyalty more than most people in this world, and if my name is going to be brought up into conversations, I'm going to stand up for myself and the ones on my team. Um, and then she commented on Todrick's accusation of calling scooter homophobic and she said hey boo i don't know you or anything and this isn't hate but making claims that someone is homophobic is really serious please do not spread that information that isn't true because i can guarantee you to you that scooter isn't as a member of the lgbtq plus community myself he wouldn't have signed me if he was no hate just trying to clear it up which i was like yeah like that doesn't even make sense like And I don't want to discredit, like, homophobia because it's, like, a huge thing. And I don't want to be like, well, no, it wasn't, like, as a straight person. But just based on what I see, like, it doesn't make sense to, like, say that about Scooter. Um, Other artists that came out and said things. Let's see. I'm just looking through my screenshots, y'all. Oh, I will say that Kendall Jenner did, like... um, scooter's wife posts calling out taylor so i did enjoy that a lot um but yeah that's kind of like the situation as it is now one thing that i thought was very interesting that i want to bring up that i thought was so shady was um in scott borchetta's little blog post he said he called me directly about manchester to see if she would participate she declined 
So Manchester One was that benefit concert that um, Ariana Grande gave in Manchester after the bombing at her Manchester concert. And then like a week later, she came back and gave a free concert to anyone in Manchester. And she like performed with Miley Cyrus. Um, Black Eyed Peas were there. Um, I think Little Mix was there. I think um, Niall from One Direction performed. Mac Miller was there. There was like a lot. Oh, Katy Perry was there. There was a lot of artists there that performed because it was a benefit concert to benefit all the victims of the Manchester bombing that was at Ariana Grande's concert. So she was like, so Scott, so Scooter put that on. He helped orchestrate that within a week with Ariana Grande. And then also... The if you guys remember last year, the March for Our Lives march in Washington, D.C., after the Parkland High School shooting, Scooter was the co-creator of that march. He, like, helped put it on. It was, like, his idea, like, partly his idea, and he helped put it on. He helped create the whole Parkland shooting march, March for Our Lives in Washington, D.C., that was, like, kids standing up saying, like, we don't want to die anymore. Like, we don't want guns in school anymore. Like, our lives are important. So Scooter was, like, the co-chair of that. He, like, helped create the whole thing. And it says also... He called me directly to see if Taylor wanted to participate in the Parkland March. She declined. So for this bitch to come up in here on during Pride Month and be like, oh, I care about like gay rights and I care about all these other issues that I've been ignoring in my past. But then to have like the tea spilt that she declined to be at like two of the biggest things like that she could participate in, like a March for Our Lives in the Manchester One concert. And she declined to do either. For what reason, Taylor? For what reason? That makes you look like such a bitch. You were like, mm, no, I can't be bothered in like participating in anything political or anything like <laughs> kind. So I thought that was shady and juicy all in one. Um, also, also, let me end on this. And this just proves my point that I've been making all month that Taylor is like a fake advocate for gay rights because she caused all this drama on Sunday, June 30th, which is World Pride Day, bitch. She caused all this drama on World Pride Day. You think that she could maybe say, hey, this day is not about me. I'll discuss all of this tomorrow, July 1st, when I don't take attention away from people who are being like discriminated against, who I've made this whole fucking song about, and they're fucking trials and tribulations that they go for let me not take the attention of the day that they get the world pride day let me not take attention away from all that i'll discuss all this tomorrow you think that would be her mo after she came out with this huge music video song all about it nope she said how do i make this day about me oh here we go she is the snake that Kim Kardashian exposed her to be, and she forever will be. And I cannot believe that some people, like, still do not see it. There are people, like, fucking crazy Taylor Swift stands. Obviously, they're, like, teenagers and they don't understand the world. They were like, Scooter Braun's going to be homeless and broke. His career's over. Like, clearly, you have no idea who Scooter Braun is. He's going to be just fine, sweetie. Like, everyone's gonna be just fine sweetie and like people are saying like justin bieber's career is over and i'm like he's gonna also be just fine like 
to think that you, Taylor Swift holds that much power, that's how you guys, like, that's how she got so delusional. It's because her fans, like, tell her that she holds so much power. And she's like, oh, this $300 million record deal between multiple artists is all about to, sp- like, out, out of to troll and spite me. Can anybody even understand what I'm saying with all my fucking stuttering and my lisp? God damn it, she pisses me off and she makes all my little speech imperfections come out. Because she's a snake. And, like, to bring up the, like, the Kim Kardashian again, it's like, girl, move on. Like, truly move on. She's like, when Kim Kardashian posted an illegally recorded snippet of me, and it's like, okay, yeah, you're really emphasizing that it was illegally recorded, but let's emphasize that you're just mad because you got caught lying and being a snake. And also, if it was super illegal, wouldn't you have sued her by now? Taylor Swift, just continue to make the shitty new music you're making under your new record label and leave us all alone so we can all enjoy your old good music and make Scooter Braun more money, honey. (sighs) Anyways, y'all. Also, all of Scooter's, like, clients, like, call him family. They all say, like, he's family. And Ariana Grande... I think that she has like a great judge of character and I don't think she would ever be partners with someone who was like a terrible person. And she talks about Scooter like he is like her flesh and blood. Like they love each other. And I really trust Ariana Grande's trust in people. So don't even try to come for Scooter like that. And if anybody's wondering, Taylor or Ariana Grande has remained silent on this issue because that's kind of her MO. But Anyways, y'all, I hope that wasn't too confusing. I hope you guys didn't fucking hate me because of all my stuttering. I'm so sorry. But that's the tea for now. If anything else comes up, me and Megan will report it on it on Wednesday. But that's kind of what that's kind of what I've got for you. Okay, sorry if that ended weird. (laughs) Someone called me and it ended my recording. Luckily, I wasn't in the middle. I would have fucking killed someone. But anyways, that's all the tea I have for you now. Like I said, if anything else comes up, me and Megan will talk about it on Wednesday. But I am interested in knowing what you guys think. I love you guys' opinions, especially when it's about Taylor Swift. Um, So DM me. Send me a DM. Tell me what you think. Do you agree with Taylor? Do you think that Scooter Braun's evil and homophobic and doing all this just to troll her? Do you think she got caught again lying and everyone has the receipts? Let me know, motherfuckers, because I love to hear it. So, yeah, send me a DM. Shoot me a DM on my on the either my personal one or the podcast one, which is Pop Culture Twine Podcast. Make sure you follow it. And then, of course, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. And then me and Megan will be back here on Wednesday to talk about some other gossip. Okay, bye, my little pork chops. I love you.